0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: Amen. Thank God for the great plan of redemption. You see, so many people, you know, we used to sing a song in church circle, keep me near the cross. Well, you need to come by the cross, but you don't need to stay there. Amen. And so we got all of these cross Christians. You can interpret that either way. I mean, a ditch on one side or the ditch on the other side. Some of them are crossed with everybody they meet. Amen. <laughs> hey, I said, hey, amen. That's one side of it. I don't have time to get into it.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Taking Your Place next on Rema for today radio also later in today's program i'll tell you about this month's special radio offer right now let's join brother hagan for today's message
1: hallelujah i said hallelujah praise god take your place hallelujah amen glory to his holy name thank you Praise God. Open your Bibles. That's a scripture we've been looking at sometime this week. Let's just pick up there and talk a little bit and not spend a whole lot of time. You know, in the first chapter of Ephesians, we noted particularly the 22nd and 23rd verses, talking about Jesus. And has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all or fulfilleth actually the greek says but to understand what he's saying get a full import of it you need to back up to that 16th verse paul says concerning the church at ephesus that i cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers this will tell you how to pray for christians amen follow this example now what did he pray for them that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory So he prayed to God, the Father, amen, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ and the Father of glory. That he may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. One translation says the eyes of your spirit being enlightened. That's where God wants you to get is down in here. The spirit of man is a candle of the Lord. The psalmist devotes old said, he, he lighteth my candle. That's what he was talking about, my spirit. He lights my spirit. The eyes of your understanding be enlightened, see, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that's named not only in this world but also in that which is to come in this world now and in that which is to come and it put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth or fulfilleth all in all. Now you know, of course, that Paul did not write a letter to the Ephesians in chapter and verses. Man divided in chapter and verses for reference sake. But you see, we continue in the first verse of the second chapter, and he's still talking about the same thing. And you, you hath he quickened You hath he made alive, he's talking about spiritually made alive, who were dead, spiritually dead, in trespasses and sins, where in time past he walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation, manner of life, and condom in times past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace you are saved, and has raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Boy, if you can't shout about that, you haven't got any business about shouting about anything. That's our position at the moment. He's made us not going to, he has made us sit together. Hallelujah. In heavenly places, in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank God for the great plan of redemption. You see... So many people, you know, we used to sing a song in church circle, keep me near the cross. Well, you need to come by the cross, but you don't need to stay there. Amen. And so we got all of these cross Christians. You can interpret that either way. I mean, in ditch on one side or the ditch on the other side. Some of them are crossed with everybody they meet. Amen. I said, Amen. That's one side of it. I don't have time to get into it. You know, I heard, in the early days of my ministry and experience, I heard a Baptist minister, I was a young Baptist boy preacher at that time, and I heard a Baptist minister, and I believe he was also a professor, if he wasn't present at one time, he had been in the seminary in Baylor University. He said, in discussing Bible truths, even Bible doctrines, It's sort of like climbing a mountain. You climb up one side of the mountain, you got one view. You climb up another side of the mountain, you got another view. You say, which view is right? It's according to which side of the mountain you're on. I mean, both of them is right, according to which side of the mountain you're on. Now, we as Christians, though we're in the world, the Bible said we're not of the world. Doesn't it? Hallelujah. We know our place in Christ. Now, you see, he talked here about principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that's named, but he raised him up above all of that and seated there and made us sit with him. Now, you see, you've got to interpret what Paul said in the sixth chapter of Ephesians with what he said in the first and second chapter of Ephesians, because in the same book, and so you see a lot of people get over into the sixth chapter of Ephesians and they talk about, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, same principalities am in here, and powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in the high places. And they pick up those verses and take them out of the setting and say, we've got to get after it, boys. We're going to have to fight. And we're going to have to go to war. And We're going to have to do this and that and the other. But now wait a minute. That's not all He said, Back up a little bit and start with the tenth verse. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Ha <laughs> ha. Before we ever said anything about the principalities and the powers, in the tenth verse of Ephesians 6, he said, Finally, my brethren, be strong what? In the Lord and what? The power of his might. Now back up there, back up, you see, that's all in the same letter. Amen. Ephesians, back up here. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of His calling and what is the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of His power. You wearing your shouting clothes tonight? What is the exceeding greatness of His power according to the working of His mighty power? Hallelujah. Before he ever said anything about we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Open your Bible, turn on over that sixth chapter so you'll know I'm quoting that correctly. Before he ever said that, he said, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Yeah, we have to do with them because we're living in this world, but we're to be strong in the Lord and in what? The power of His might. Hallelujah. You didn't get that. Go back to that first chapter again. You see take your place in him. Now, no matter what the battle is, listen to me carefully now and understand what I'm saying. No matter what the battle is, no matter what the principalities, the powers, the rulers of the darkness, this world may be doing, run and take your place with Christ and sit down with him and keep looking down. You're above all of that. Keep looking down. Somebody said, I thought we were supposed to look up. According to which side of the mountain, you know. Go back to the 21st chapter of Luke, and Jesus is talking about the last days and the end time and the end of the world and all of that, isn't he? And he said there'd be wars. See, he's talking from the natural, the human standpoint. There'll be wars, rumors of wars. There'll be pestilence and famine in divers places. Men's hearts fading them for fear, for looking after the things that come to pass upon the earth. And when all of these things... See, he's approaching from the natural human standpoint. When all of these things begin to come to pass, lift up your heads and look up. Well, from that standpoint, we are looking up because we can see these things. Do we see any earthquakes today? Earthquakes in diverse places. Famine. Amen. Hallelujah. And thank God we are waiting for the redemption that is the redemption of our bodies. They're going to be redeemed too.
0: Welcome to Rayma for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the two CD series from Kenneth W. Hagan, Our Rights in Christ. Also in this package is Lynette Hagen's book, Seed Thought Devotional. Lastly, Kenneth E. Hagen's book entitled, Five Hindrances to Growth and Grace. All this for the special radio price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online right now let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen
1: and just in just a, in just a, uh, a few days yeah. why uh, on the 19th yeah. of May Friday the 19th of May is mm-hmm. our 49th that's coming up this Rhema Bible Training College commencement service coming that's up right. May the 19th right here on the campus
0: that's right
1: at at wow. Rhema, it'll be held in the Rhema Bible Church Auditorium. Yes. Uh, at 1025 West And, everybody Kinocia, is invited. and everybody's invited. Everybody's invited. And yes. it, is a, it is a special time. So, hey, if you're in the area, then come on out and, and be with us.
0: Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagin will continue his message... Taking your place. That's tomorrow on REMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.